one of the biggest reasons behind low self-confidence actually has more to do with what you are doing than what you're not doing. The third confidence killer in this series is all about condemnation. And the reason behind why this is such a big deal is that it affects not only your relationships with other people, but more importantly, your relationship with yourself. Because if you don't truly believe that you're capable and qualified to do the thing you know you need to do, it will feel a lot more difficult to get what you truly desire and deserve in your life. So in this episode, I break down all those things to reveal the super simple step you can take to script your confidence. So here's your dose of real talk. When it comes to creating a life that you actually desire and deserve, like not one you think you should have, but one that you really want in your heart, there is one key fact that I want to start with to dispel a huge confidence killer right up front. And that fact is this. No one succeeds alone. One of the biggest loads of crap in our culture is this myth of being self-made. For real, like self-made is made up. We are not made to be alone, to journey alone, to do life alone. And if we reference this, not from a belief, but from the best-selling book of all times, in 1 Peter 5, 8, it reads, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And if you know how lions hunt in the wild, it's very simple. They hunt by isolating their prey from the pack, then attacks the one who is alone. I did an entire podcast episode on this whole concept of self-made being made up, and that's in episode number 152. There's a link for that in the show notes if that is of interest to you. But the reason I bring that up is to land the need for healthy relationships. Relationships with other people, all of which stem from the relationship you have with yourself. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, we were created to be in community with other people, to work, to interact, and to love on others. The work we do, regardless of your career, your niche, or your profession, all the work you do is focused on serving other people. That's why you get money. That's why you get paid. At the core, that's why you do what you do. And the most successful people, in terms of impacting others, which not always but often is reflected by their level of income and influence, comes from the fact that they connect with people the best. Those are the people who can influence people at the deepest level. I shared all of this to set the foundation to address the third confidence killer in why it's so important and that being condemnation. The truth is that 
if you want to live a purpose-driven life, living a life of impact, one you're, one you're proud of, one that has meaning, of success, however you define that, the only way you're truly going to do that and feel fulfilled is by impacting other people. And the only way to truly impact other people and drive them to take action needed to improve their lives is if you are able to influence them. And the number one reason that people cannot and refuse to be influenced is if they feel they are being judged by the person trying to get them to do something. That person doesn't even have to say anything to them. They can just feel the eyes of judgment, that look and sense of being sized up. I'm sure you can relate. Think about this. For real, like, have you ever been in a conversation with someone, met someone for the first time, been at a party or a conference or anywhere there's people, and you shared something, you shared a belief or your opinion that was different from them or the status quo, and without the other person ever saying anything out loud, you instantly felt like you were being judged? Now. I'm sure that's yes. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. In that moment when you felt judged, if that person who gave you the feeling of judgment tried to get you to do something, would you think twice about telling them to go pound salt or at least thinking that to yourself? Exactly. The dose of truth that I want to share with you about condemnation or judgment is this. You cannot influence someone when you are judging them. And that includes you influencing yourself. That's right. You absolutely know with like a hundred percent certainty that when others are judging you, you will not respect their suggestions because you do not feel respected. You cannot influence someone when you are judging them. And the truth of the matter is this. While we are talking about your relationships and interactions with other people, all of those external relationships stem from and are a direct reflection of the relationship and interaction you have with yourself. Being overly hard on yourself, judging yourself, condemning yourself will not allow you to influence yourself to take action on the things you know you need to do in order to get the things you know you want and the things you want to do. But Adam, I messed up. You don't understand. I made a terrible mistake. I can't ever forgive myself. And I need to keep this over my head to keep myself accountable. I have to condemn myself. Listen real quick, my friend. I'm not saying that you have to go and be perfect. I'm not saying you should have no sense of personal accountability, righting your wrongs, or condoning 
turning a blind eye to injustice in any way. What I am saying is that if you are looking to become the best version of you and influence yourself into action to make the changes you need to make, you won't be able to do that and take yourself to the next level of you, to the best version of you, when you're under the weight of condemnation. Now, real quick, in whatever area of life that's most important to you, personal, professional, or whatever, the fastest way for you to get yourself from where you are to where you want to go is not to try to figure it out on your own, like we already said, or try to reinvent the wheel. It's simply to learn from those who have done what you're looking to do that have successfully done it because success leaves clues. This concept of finding someone who started around where you were, similar circumstances, and set out and did and accomplished the goal that you are on trying to get yourself. That concept is called modeling your mentors. And if you're looking to live in confidence, to live a purpose-driven life filled with confidence, with fulfillment and joy, the best example in human history is that of Jesus Christ. And I'm not here to put religion on you, but this is documented fact. This is fact. Literally, there is more historical references backed up from different perspectives throughout history than any other person. It's the truth. The reason I bring this up is to share one of the strongest doses of wisdom I personally have ever learned that I want to share with you as it relates to the focus of this episode. God will never speak to you in shame, guilt, or condemnation. God will never speak to you in shame, guilt, or condemnation. So if you are feeling condemned, that ain't God. Model your mentors. So Adam, what am I supposed to do then? How do I stop judging others? How do I stop judging myself? I'm glad you asked. Here's your antidote. With everything in life, situations, circumstances, relationships, there is always both something right and something wrong. And you get to choose which one you focus on. You get to choose to focus either on what is right or what is wrong. The blessing and lesson in disguise or how you messed up and did the wrong thing. You either win or you learn is a much less condemning way to look at your situation rather than the black and white, you won or you lost. See the difference? Once you start living through this lens, you'll start to feel the difference like a huge weight is lifted from your shoulders. What you choose to focus on, you will feel. And your focus is directed by questions. So, here is a powerful question. 
for you. Now, this is the mic drop moment. Your breakthrough to flip the script on condemnation is not somewhere out there waiting on someone else to come solve this for you. Your solution to breaking free has been within you dwelling there this whole time. This is what I mean. I want you to be honest and really think about this. When was a time in your life that you made a less than ideal decision or were in a adverse situation and you were able to defy the odds? When was a time you didn't believe in yourself, but you overcame it and achieved it anyway? When was a time that other people doubted you, didn't believe in you, maybe even sabotaged you, but you overcame it and did it anyway. Maybe it was a setback, or maybe it was something you did that caused others to turn their backs on you. However, you didn't quit. You defied the odds and you overcame that moment because you are more than any moment. I guarantee, I know for a fact that you have at least one comeback story in your life. If you're honest, you know that's true. You know you have that success story. And the great news is this. Success builds on success. If you did it before, you can do it again. And when you start to consciously live this way, looking through the lens of did I win or did I learn, asking that question, what can I do to make this even better? What could be great about this? What can I use this as an opportunity to build my character? If you ask those empowering questions, they will direct your focus. And when you shift your focus, you shift on how you feel. And you know that if you feel confident, you'll act a lot differently than if you feel unconfident, if you feel condemned. You did it. You did it when you doubted yourself. This is a fact of your life. Success leaves clues so you can do it again. The power from what I shared here intensifies, like you probably heard this, might feel a little inspired or maybe a little smile, but this really won't work how it's meant to unless you physically write this down. So if you're listening to this, commuting to work or driving to class, whatever it might be, highly recommend when you get home to re-listen to this, get a pen and paper and physically write this down. It will intensify the power of this tenfold and will transform how you view things. And when you change the way you see things, the things you see change. Seek first to understand, appreciate, and connect with the reality. If you want to change anything, including your self-judgment and self-condemnation, it starts with awareness. Name it to tame it, as you've probably heard. Once you engage in this process with yourself, you start to see it happen more and more with people that you meet in your life 
two. You become more curious instead of more condemning. And that's really the secret. Shifting condemnation for curiosity. And that stems from asking the empowering questions that I shared with you in this episode. And the more you can seek to understand, appreciate, and connect with other people, the more you'll be able to influence them by sharing your God-given gifts. Because you, my friend, were created on purpose for a purpose. Not to keep that gift to yourself to feel good, but to steward it, to develop it, to wield the power within you in the service of others. For each needs the help of the other. We are made for community. And the best way to live that purpose-driven life of confidence is through influence. Remember, God will never speak to you in shame, guilt, or condemnation. Only in love, which yes, sometimes means discipline. But check the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, happiness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, goodness, kindness, patience. Take your magnificence and go be a blessing. Go forth and dispense your full potential. Until next time, this is Dr. Adam Martin signing off, encouraging you to script your confidence. Because all you have is all you need, and all you need is within you now. God bless. 